How old were you when you first moved to L.A.? I was 23 when I first moved to L.A. Did you know anyone? I had a boyfriend here. I had been on an actor's retreat in the West Indies with Sanford Meisner. Uh-huh. And I met a hippie dude that was an actor, so I moved and lived with him in Laurel Canyon. Nice. Oh. <laughs> How much money did you have when you first arrived? Maybe 500 bucks, not a ton. Uh-huh. Not a ton. Where did you live when you first got here? Up in Laurel Canyon with the, the with hippie, your hippie dude. boyfriend, Gary. <laughs> your, your cutie. cutie. What was your first job in L.A.? Acting job or? Regular job. Regular job. I taught traffic school. Shut Whoa. up. I taught traffic school. That's amazing. Yeah. What was your initial impression of L.A.? I thought it was beautiful. I came from New York. I've yeah. been in New York for a couple of years, and I came here, and living in Laurel Canyon was amazing, so I loved it. I loved How it. long uh, did it take you before you got a job in the industry of living here? I, the first job, I mean, legit job I got was a guest star on Hunter, uh-huh. so I'm dating myself, uh-huh. uh, but that uh-huh. was probably I remember two years for okay. a yeah, good, good, nice guest star. And how long of living here did it take you before you started to feel like L.A. was home? Not that long. It happened pretty quickly. Yeah. Like months, weeks? Months. Months. Months, I would say, yeah. Wow. And if you had to sum L.A. up in one word, what would that word be? Intoxicating. I like it. (laughs) And beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful. Wow. Nice. We are so excited to be speaking with Annie Grindley today, teacher extraordinaire. Annie Grindley is the founder of Annie Grindley Studios, the audition experience. Annie began specializing in teaching the art of auditioning over 20 years ago, and in 2009, she opened her own studio. She has helped many, many actors on their paths to breaking into this industry, including Rami Malek, the star of Mr. Robot, and Jaina Lee Ortiz, one of the stars of Fox's hit show, Rosewood, um, to name a few. Besides being a coach and a teacher, Annie is also an actress in her own right and has worked extensively in TV, film, and theater. We are beyond thrilled to be talking with Annie today. Yay! We're so excited <laughs> Yay, to have you. We're so excited to be talking to you, Annie. Thanks for thanks for being here today. Oh, I'm glad to be. Yes. Yeah. So my biggest question, just yeah. to start. Well, off let's with... start by. It's just so great to talk to an acting teacher, yes. right? I mean, we we haven't had that experience yet. Now so you're our first so acting happy. Teacher. Thank oh, you. I'm glad to be yeah. here. Yeah. And such a such a well known one in L.A. Thank too. You. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. So go with your biggest question. All right. So what I would love to know about is when you first moved to L.A. and you were pursuing acting, what were some of the realizations that you had almost immediately upon being here? How many people there are trying out for the same part you're trying out for? Oh, yeah. It's very competitive. That's such it. And that's still that's probably even more true today. Probably even more true today. Yeah. 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 I mean, a lot of time actors are putting themselves on tape from other cities and sending them in. Right. Whereas when I started, you had to be in L.A. to go in the audition room. Of course. So that's different That's now. a big difference. Yeah. yeah. Did you come here knowing you wanted to be an actor? Yeah, I was an actor. I moved from Canada to New York okay. to be an actor. And after two years there, I moved out here. 
Right, to so get into I, film and TV and Yeah, stuff. to get into film because yeah. I did more theater in, in New York. Yeah. yeah, okay. Was there something that you found, did you immediately kind of, because you, te- you teach audition technique. Right. So what drew you to that from, you know, being an actor and now you're, you teach? Well, I was studying at Margie Haber Studios. Yeah. And Margie decided she needed another teacher, so she trained me to be a teacher for her. And I taught there for probably 24 years. What? And eight years ago, I decided it was time to start my own thing. I had quite a following. I had a lot of working actors. Yeah. Minka Kelly, Garrett Wang. Yeah. And I said it was time to start my own thing, so we amicably split, and uh-huh. now I have my own studio. Nice. Yeah. Good for you, amicably splitting. Yeah, I good. know there's there's so many stories in L.A. about teachers Well, we leaving. respect each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, okay, just backing up a little bit, when did you make the transition from actor to, so you were, because you were studying with her and then she, so did you right away decide I'm not going to act anymore? No, yeah. I kept acting until I opened my own studio. Oh, because wow. when I was with Margie, all I did was teach. Grant, uh-huh. I was teaching probably six classes a week. Uh-huh. But now when I moved here at eight years ago, I had to give up my career because I run the business. I have four employees under me and um, and teach yeah. and coach probably 45 to 50 hours a week. Yeah. There wasn't time. Yeah. So I had to give it up. Yeah. yeah. But I'm guessing it's still, I mean, you're still using all that same, like it's still the creative juices. Oh, absolutely. Like it's still, I would think it's still a similar uh, fulfillment. It is. I yeah. find it very fulfilling. I don't yeah. miss acting. I mean, I have two teenagers at home, and maybe when they're gone <laughs> away, I might get back into some theater or something. Yeah. But and with my my amazing actors like Rami and uh, Jaina, I direct them. Yeah, it's not even teaching. I get like a director. And yeah. actually, a student asked me the other day why I don't direct uh, TV because he thought I'd be very good at it. And I said maybe someday. Yeah, yeah, you would be really. There's a good lot at to it. do. It's a lot yeah. Of, yeah, that would be. A, I think that would be a, a totally logical, logical transition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For break sure. into that then. I've yeah, next step. Yeah. yeah, you know, you teach something very specific too, and I think that's something very like that we should talk about because right. when I moved here, I actually took Annie's class. It was amazing, um, and I remember sitting in your class and being very lost and confused. I had just moved to LA after getting my MFA, and I was so steeped in training and this this process and you know all these playwrights that I loved. And coming here was a brutal awakening for me. Yeah. And um, and I came to your class, and and a friend of mine recommended your class, and the, and they said, you know, you need to understand how to audition. Yeah. Yes. What does that mean? So what, is that, what does that mean? Well, that, that's the thing. Um, actors can do all the scene study, which I totally agree with and, and believe they should. But auditioning is a completely different animal. Mm-hmm. You're in a, in a small room mm-hmm. with some sides in your hand. You don't have props. You don't have other actors. You don't have a set. And you have to bring the story to life the same way. And I teach people how they can have a little bit of physicality on camera so they're not, like, just reading words. I teach actors how to use their script so they don't think they have to be memorized all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, how to bring it all to life in a small space. Mm-hmm. And that's it, – it's very different. It's very different than scene study or working on plays. And we don't work on plays in my class. We work on TV and film scripts. And I pretty much use current things. Oh, I work on all the pilots before they come out. Yeah. Because after they come out – Actors know what the stars are doing, so they would try to emulate that. So yeah. I try to work on them before they come out. Yeah. That's I just think that's so great because you you know, you hear so many actors talk about both stars and new actors that they love acting. You know, we all love acting. We all fell in love with acting at some point, but that they hate auditioning. Yeah. I mean, it's such a big thing. And I think 
it sounds like to me what you're doing maybe is demystifying it a little bit, making it less scary. Mm-hmm. You know, when we understand something, maybe we don't hate it as much. Right. A lot of my actors, when they come to me, they hate auditioning. Yeah. And what I love is that after a couple of months with me, they love auditioning. Wow. And they, and, and they get confident. It's all confidence. Yeah. They know how to do it, and they can watch themselves on the on the playback because we record the auditions or the classwork, and they watch yeah. it back. And a lot of times I get very talented stage actors, uh, working actors, but they go, you know what, I can do this. Yeah. And they watch, and they get confidence, and then they start working Yeah, because they have confidence in themselves. What are, what are some big differences that you see between or that you know or that you teach between – auditioning for theater versus auditioning for film and TV, like in terms of technique. Right. And I, I do coach people on theater as well. Yeah. Um, it's a much more intimate medium. Uh-huh. Um, actors so often come to me and they say, all I've done is theater. I'm so big. I've got to do less. And I say, no, you don't have to do less. It's just much more intimate. We're four feet from each other as opposed to the back of, of a 300 seat, uh, right. 300 seat auditorium right. or theater. Um, so the internal working's the same. It's just, it's more intimate. They're right there. And it's just having a conversation. You don't have to project it anywhere. Right. And obviously there's much less blocking or physicality. There's only a certain amount you can do on camera because of the space. But I, I, I one of my strengths, I think, and I've heard people say, is really teaching them how they can physically live it on camera uh-huh. in a small space and tell the story with physicality. Uh-huh. But small. Yeah, yeah, that's great. How often do, as an actor, would you, how do, how do you get, uh, oh, let me take that back. Um, so when you get an audition, right. it's pretty immediate, right? right. So you yeah. get it, what, what, how does that process Television work? the day before, mm-hmm. film longer than that. Uh, pilots, you often get more time with as well. Mm-hmm. The guest stars, often the day before. And so someone will email me at night. Can you coach me in the morning? I have this guest star audition, and hopefully I can. Yeah, <laughs> and I work with yeah. them. And some of my actors who are working a lot don't need to be coached on everything. And I tell them that. I think I'm I'm, I'm good about not trying to take their money. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if they're working actor, I mean, I coach Rami on a lot of his stuff, but I didn't coach him on everything. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, I, I try to be conservative with their money. Yeah, that's very nice of yeah, you. Because as an actor, you do kind of feel like everybody's trying to take your money. Yeah, it, it does feel yeah. that way. Yeah. So when you teach your classes, do they get the sides beforehand, or do you get it the day before? How do you? How does that work? It's different in um, some, in my classes. Uh, sometimes you get an email to you ahead of time, forty eight hours. We work on what I call the forty eight hour prep and the forty minute prep. And the uh-huh. forty minute prep is they get it when they come to class. Let's say class starts at nine a.m. They work on the sides, and I start taping them at 945. Uh-huh. And it really is a good skill to learn how to do it quickly. And it's amazing when actors have been with me a while because I have ongoing classes that I do. If you were to come in here as a layman and see what these kids, these they're not kids, they're adults, do in 40 minutes, you'd be amazed. Yeah. You'd say, no, they didn't do that in 40 minutes. I said, yeah, they did because they know the process. They know how to work Yeah, in that time. Will you talk a little about that process? Like what do you teach them in terms of how to work in that time? What I say, the first thing you do is you read. I call the, the, I don't talk scene. I teach as a human being. I teach them to be human beings. So I say it's a conversation. Uh And I have them read the conversation through two or three times Uh because they're storytellers. And I want them to understand the story they're telling. And then we go, I have them go sentence by sentence by sentence and make the story real through the use of their imagination. Uh 
Uh-huh. I teach imagination versus substitution because imagination is boundless, uh-huh. especially for young actors who don't have a ton of life experience. Yeah, sure. They have to use their imagination. Right. And I talk about carving out moments, carving out experiences, adding secrets, secrets to their work, excuse me, getting a strong relationship. Mm-hmm. If you're talking to your ex-husband about child custody and it's a casting director, I got to believe you're talking to your ex-husband about child custody. Yeah. So right. it's creating that relationship. Yeah. I, I, I liked what you said at the top about teaching them that they're helping them know that they don't necessarily have to be a hundred percent off book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can you talk about that a little yeah. bit? Like what's your, how do you, how do you do that? But, but then not be kind of buried in your script. It's learning the phrases. I always say you have to learn the beginnings of what you the beginning of your conversation, first two or three sentences, and the end, because beginnings and endings are huge. If uh-huh. you put on tape and producers are watching five, eight people, if you don't grab them at the beginning, they're on their phone texting right. or they're hitting the fast forward button. And then I teach them to go down for a phrase and come up and listen to the other person. And when what the other person says, if that compels them to speak, go down and get your next phrase. And it's just about phrasing and using the page. Right. It t- that takes a while. That's one of the harder things that sometimes it takes three or four months with me to get that, to be comfortable yeah. using their page. Ooh, that's, I always, know. that's always the hardest part for yeah. me. Yeah, but it's is, practice. Is that part. You know, I did, I did a lot of improv and I did a lot of comedy and my training was a lot in that world. And so I'm always so kind of um, like I'm always hearing like louder, faster, funnier in my head, which I think is like a curse, you know, because I get sides and I always feel like I got to do it faster. I got to do it faster. Mm -hmm. And, but I like, I feel like what you're saying is maybe not to sort of feel that pressure of making it uh, a certain pace or a certain speed. No, but there is a pacing to comedy. When I teach comedy, there is, it's, it's, it's a dance. It's like a waltz and a waltz only works if it's one, two, three, one, two, three. So you can't change words. You can't change punctuation. So you can still use your page, but you have to know the beginnings of what you say. That really helps the pacing. Oh, I like that so much, what you're saying. So would you say with drama, you can be a little looser with the script and change some stuff, but with comedy, don't do it? Yeah. Network television, they really like you to use the words on the page. Yeah. Um, But it's not pacing dependent. Right. It's not timing dependent. Comedy's timing. Yeah. If you don't get the timing right, it's not funny. And we don't have that um, restriction in drama. So- you can take more time to go to your page if you need it because we're not worried about timing. Wow. That's really, that's really cool. That's a really good way to think about how to approach auditions. Like first, first sort of assess like, okay, is this comedy or drama? Right. If it's comedy, I think what I'm hearing you say is like, you, you might want to be a little more off book. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Do you find that your students, as they continue to work with you, it's they get off book faster and faster because they're just used to working with the they material. Do. It's and a muscle, they right? And or they are much more fluid in using the page. Right. What I tell my actors is take a, a article from Vogue magazine or People and read it out loud and start off the page and then go down and pick up the next phrase and then go down and go up. So practice that. Practice retrieving words and you can do it with a newspaper article. You can do it with right, anything. Right, right. Yeah. That's really, that's a good tip. Yeah, of course. I'd love to hear if you have like three top, like, or four, whatever, however many you want, but like if uh, sort of audition tips that, you know, when you first came here as an actor, I, that maybe you look back and think, uh, oh, if I had known these things, if I, I had w- known these three things or whatever. Right. Well, one one thing for sure, I was a very serious 
actor, very serious thespian. So God forbid <laughs> if I went to producers, which is yeah. what you go to the callback, the callback, yeah. yeah. I would never talk to the producers, even if they want to talk to me. I would never uh, have any kind of experience with them. And I remember John Levy, who was casting ER John, at the time. Yeah. And he had me in many times straight to producers till I booked my guest star on that show. And I remember one time I was ready to go in and I was very prepared. And he stopped me and said, Annie, will you talk to these people? They like you. They keep telling you to bring them back. <laughs> have a conversation with them. And and uh, I have a friend whose whose husband works a ton, and she swears it's because the dudes want to hang out with him. He knows about oh cigars. God. He knows That's good whiskey. Yeah, he talks the golfing game. Yeah. So it's being confident and relaxed and comfortable because confidence is amazingly attractive. So how do you? What does that look like to an actor? Like you're so okay. So you're walking into I know that office, right. that John Levy ER yeah. office, and there's always you know it's John Wells. Right. It's like yeah. all these very scary people sitting in there looking very professional and right. intimidating. So do you do you walk in and initiate a conversation before it's you're open what do you do? to see? Sorry, uh -huh. Jen, that's a good question. Yeah, you're 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 open to see if they want to chat because sometimes they do. They yeah. want to get to know you a little bit. Yeah. And not, and if the more prepared you are, the more ready you are. And I believe in a strong preparation before you go into the room. I really, really do. And my actors that work strongly prepare. They spend hours on their, their material before they go in. Yeah. So that's living inside of them so they can just have a conversation yeah. if one of the writers wants to talk to them. But you have to have that social skill. If they don't want to talk and they just want to get to the work, yeah. know that too. Yeah. Just right. Like in Feel life. the room. Yeah. Work the room. Exactly. Know the room. room. Exactly. The room. So that's one thing. I feel I want to I want to jump on that one for a second though, if I may, because yeah. I think I, I, this had I had this question a lot when I was acting a lot, and I think actors do. Of um, if you're if the thing that you're auditioning for is very different than who you are, or like so you're going in and you know you're doing a scene where your child is sick and you're crying, and you know do you go in and be chatty, or let's say you go in and you're gonna you're supposed to do a British accent, but okay. you're American, like Good. do you go in and talk like? I believe yeah. in different schools of thought, but I can just speak from my own belief. Yeah. Especially with accents, mm -hmm. I tell my actors, absolutely walk in in the accent that you will be doing for the piece because otherwise they are listening. Uh, they are waiting to catch you with a bad accent. <laughs> I worked great. with a girl yesterday so for a uh, part on SEAL Team, and she came into my house. I was coaching on my house in Santa Monica, and she came in with her Middle Eastern accent. I was like, she's a new client. I was like, where are you from? And by the end, I found out she was from Florida. We worked for an hour. I had no idea. No way. No idea. And she'd Ubered over. She said she talked to the Uber driver like that. She's talked to everyone. Genius. And it was flawless. Oh, Wait, wow. did she actually come in and, and, I mean, not lie to you, but did she no. say I'm from the Middle East? You no, just no, didn't, no. It didn't come I up. I said, where are you from? She said, Florida. Right? You know, and I was like, okay, whatever. And so I believe in totally walking in with wow. the accent. And sometimes my actors drop it at the end. Yeah. So they will know that they're, um, yeah. A, 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 you know, a, a, I have an actor, Hal Zan, English bloke, wonderful, works all the time, works on blacklist and works a lot. And if he has to go in and do an American, he'll come in and it's American. Yeah. But then it'll be, howdy, mates. You know, and at the, he'll yeah. drop it at the end so they don't know who he is. Yeah. So, but That's as far great. as going in, in character, if you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm going in, um, like on ER, I go in a lot of times, my kid's been hit by a car. Yeah. I don't believe I can go in and be like, hey, 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 cry, you know? No. I'm very emotionally yeah. connected, but I would want to bring that in and then talk to them after. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Yeah. yeah. 
God, it's such a weird process auditioning, isn't it? It is. You have to. You have this little amount of time to prepare a script. Right. Right. Barely anything at all. You have to create this entire world. You have to be totally committed, and yeah. you only have a few minutes in the room. In the, yeah. And it's all about putting your attention all on the other person and yeah. listening. And oh, letting, that's a good tip. Yeah, letting talk about that. That's great. Well, it's all about the other person. You have to put your focus on them. And I say you have to create a, a, right. a, a empty piece of freeway, if you will. For you to affect a change and allow yourself to be affected back. The empty it's, piece of freeway is between the two of you. Yes. So there's nothing. So I'm affecting you and you're affecting me. And it just goes in this circle, which no one can see because I'm doing it with my hands on the <laughs> Yeah. But it yeah. goes in a circle. Oh, that's yeah. and, great. And what about if your reader sucks? Is, sucks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens too. <laughs> and we work on that in class sometimes. Yeah. What I say when you prep, you have to work on what is said to you and give it meaning. So you're not reliant on how it is said to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have it's a boyfriend-girlfriend conversation, the boyfriend says, I want to break up. You might get the reader go, I want to break up with nothing. So you better have really created what it means to be dumped by this guy. And who's he dumping you for? So you're not reliant on how you get it. Would you say that, okay, so I love that as an example. And would you say that your reaction as the actor doing the audition should match the vibe that the casting director who's reading. No. So if he, if she or he says, I want to break up, then should your energy, or if you had planned it, if in your head you're picturing the person screaming, then do you yell back like, fuck you, I no. don't want to break up? No. Like, what do you, yeah. No, I, 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 I uh, you don't want to plan how anything's going to okay. go ever. Okay. What I say is, if you go, get all caught up in how it should go, yeah, you'll never be able to truly experience how it could go if you allow the experience. And that's what we want. So, um, but let's say you were working it with your coach. Let's say you're working with me and I gave you a lot on I want to break up. Yeah. And the actress screams back, who are you sleeping with or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it might be lessened by what you get in the room, but I wouldn't match it. I wouldn't go dead because they are. Right. But it might hit you differently. It's got to be honest. It's got to be it's honest. It's got to be honest how it happens right there. That's great. An honest human experience, which is why I call my studio the audition experience because... I think it's strange that we're called actors when the whole point is not to act. Right. I wish we were called experiencers. Yeah. Because it's all about having a healthy human experience. That's what we watch for every time. My actors who book, that's what they bring in. Of course. That's yeah. what every actor that we all admire yeah. brings. brings in. Yeah. 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 What I love about what you're saying, too, is for someone like me who loves training and who, you know, in technique and, right. and sort of. Because I do think it's about the experience, but I think what is important about technique is it helps you unlock the experience. Love that, Camille. You know? Totally. So, totally. And I think that's what you really bring when you're right. teaching is, right. is you give that sort of ABC and you break it down in a way that's digestible. Right. Because otherwise it can sort of feel like, you know, you're swimming in the deep end and you have and, nowhere to go. And actors get in their heads if they're not really experiencing. Mm-hmm. And we want to get you out of your head and into your heart. Yeah. But you have to have a technique behind that, exactly. Out of your head so and into your heart. That's great. I love that. I, I really like, too, how you, you've you mentioned, you've said the word confidence a few right. times. I think that's so great. And that's something, actually, I think Tom Papa talked about mm-hmm. in a podcast is it's the it's the differentiation between the person that gets the job and the person that doesn't. Right. You know, so I think some of us, like me, you know, or Camille or anybody, like, we're trying to figure out, like, what's the trick? What's the trick? Like, do I hold the sides? Do I not hold the sides? Mm-hmm. Do I sit down? Do I stand up? Like, all these, like, things where we're like, how do I... How do I trick them into hiring me? I think really 
we we as human beings we respond to confidence. Yes. And when somebody walks in with confidence, correct me if you if I'm wrong, but like it doesn't matter if they're off yeah. book or they're not or right. they're standing or sitting right. or whatever. Like it, we're like, ooh, that person's interesting. Yes. You know? yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, there's a quote that I love that a casting director is quoted as saying, and I tell my students this all the time. I don't know who the casting director is, but they say, I wish an actor would actors would stop trying to be interesting. And just be interested. Oh, yeah. If you're my sister, Jen, and I'm really interested, why you want to put mom in a home and I don't want to, I will be interesting. It's a good one. Oh, I love that so much. Well, I love that. And it's, it's, the, it's basically the same thing you said, but in a different way about taking it off of you yes. and putting it onto them. Yeah, putting it onto them. Well, it's kind of like... I That's always, great, though. Yeah, that I makes like you interesting. Yeah. It makes and, you interesting when you're... Well, in, in life. It's you're true talking life, to someone right. yeah. at a cocktail party and exactly. they're very interested in your work or your philanthropy or whatever. They become interesting. Much just, more so than some jerk who's pontificating about exactly. how awesome their businesses exactly exactly but also it's it's that trick when you're at the dinner party and you're nervous is you ask questions right Right. you you focus on the other person so that you can get invested yeah yeah absolutely that's a great way to think about it because that deals with everything it deals with nerves it deals Mm -hmm. with anything that's going to come up and I had someone once tell me too with auditions is just sort of be aware like if you're if you're super nervous about it which I have you know, I have horrible nerves that I deal with, um, sort of be like, oh, there's the door. Oh, I'm touching the door. It's like almost this tactile kind of, you know, step by step. Yeah. Yeah, To help you be present when you're not quite present yet. What I also tell my actors is your job is to tell the story. It's not to cast it. Mm, Let the casting director cast it. You might go in and have the healthy experience you've had all month. And not even get a call back. Yeah. You weren't the flavor that they weren't. You weren't yeah. the type. Yeah. And then next week they go straight to producers or something are, they are right for and book it. Yeah. So you have to. And you don't, don't know it. why you're not. I, no. There's my husband who's a writer and has written in television tells this story about this actress who came in, did an amazing job. They were all positive that they were going to cast her. Then this guy came in and did an amazing job and they, they really loved him and decided they wanted to cast him. But the girl didn't match him. So then they didn't hire the girl. Right. And and he came home and told me about it. And I said, well, somebody has to call that girl and tell yeah. her what, you know, as the actor. I'm like, yeah. that poor girl thinks right. she got the job. And he's like, well, we didn't tell her she got the job. And I'm like, but she left the room thinking yeah, she, you that. know. But um, anyway. That doesn't happen. That doesn't <laughs> right. happen, Jen. You're exactly right. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. Rare, so, rarely it happens. Once in a blue moon. So she probably to this day thinks like, oh, somehow I messed that up. Whereas if really, she's confident, she doesn't. Yeah, you're right. If she doesn't, point. if she knows she did her work. And, and yeah. what I tell my actors is, you know, when they start with me, you're not going to book every job that you go on once you study with me. Or when I coach yeah. you, you're not going to book every job. But I promise, and I don't lie, it is rare that after I've worked with someone on something or they've taken my class for a number of months, that they don't walk out saying, I did my job. Yeah. That they don't walk out having a healthy experience. That's great. Which sometimes leads to a booking and sometimes, look, if I could guarantee I could book every job, I'd be a multimillionaire. <laughs> but that's not the case. If, if you have a healthy experience, that's all you can do. And you said, I've done my job. Let them cast it. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. That's the most important yeah. thing. Is to tell your story. It doesn't yeah, matter what you look like, anything, yeah. any of that stuff, as you know, long as you're bringing everything. yourself and, and, and you story. do what you want to do in the room or right. whatever. Yeah. Um, just going back for a second to the nerves thing that Camille was talking about that I think so many of us as actors struggle with. 
what's your what's sort of the how do you how do you guide actors that you know the shaking paper and the like the you know some of us get so nervous I mean I've gotten so nervous before in my younger days where like I I kind of froze and almost thought like I'm not sure I can even like say these lines out loud yeah what I see is nerves nerves are the fear of suddenly being accountable for what you know Mm. nerves comes from fear and and ex- exhilaration. You should always be exhilarated before you go into an audition. You should always be mm. excited. But nerves is fear-based. And if I, when I teach actors how to prepare, how to make it real, how to believe themselves, mm-hmm. everything I teach is, what I say is if you don't believe, they don't believe. If uh. you don't believe the environment, if you don't believe the relationship, no one else is going to believe it. Yeah. So my work with them and why I teach from a human point of view, not an actor point of view, we don't use the word character in my class. We say We talk about I am. Uh We don't use scene. We call them conversations. Uh We don't say objective or intention. Because when was the last time you guys had an objective? (laughs) You had a need to get here and find a parking spot and load your stuff up. And when I get... That's true. And when I have them all... objective. Right. right. That's all heady stuff. Yeah. So when when they're living as a human being, I I, I don't have actors get nervous anymore. Because they're ready. They know what they're doing. Oh, my God. And they're living in here. Yeah. Where were you 20 years ago? I don't you know. were here. I was here. I, yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't. I, I've honed my craft a lot. Uh-huh. I've, 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 you know, when I started teaching, I didn't know. I was very young. Didn't know as much about what I was doing as I do now. And the more people work, the more I know why. Yeah. You know. And I love what I do. I love it. And I also think it's important. Oh, I know. We have, you said about young, new new actors moving out here. Yeah. Tell yeah. us. Um, there's a lot of teachers in this town. I feel that are unhappy because they didn't have a career Um, or they didn't make it. Yeah. So I think it's very important to find out wherever you're studying what their life is like. Are they fulfilled? Oh, wow. Do they have a business they enjoy? Do they have a family? It doesn't matter what it is, but to meet with them and find out, because there's a lot of female teachers, especially with young, pretty actresses, where there are a slew that just are a little pissed off that's not them anymore. God. And I think that really affects things. I do. Yeah. I think one of my strengths is that I'm really actually pretty happy and I like what I do and I have a good life. That never occurred to me until you just said that right now. And I'm now kind of thinking back to my early twenties studying with with female acting teachers that seemed to resent me and others in the room. And I always felt like, why are you mad at us? (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So I think that that's really important. God, you're right. Yeah. To, to find, cause you know, a lot of them didn't make it and it's a tough business, but it's a heck of a ride. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's so great. I'm so sad we're out of time. And I know you have a coaching and we've gone, we've gone 30 minutes. So we're going to sadly wrap it up. This is um, so fun with our one to last talk question. To you Annie, thank you so much. Yeah, oh, yeah, let's yeah ask- no, no. I want to, yeah, I was like, our last yeah. question <laughs> that I We liked. always like to end with this one yeah. question is what is an LAism? So something about LA that's unique that's that you unique noticed. to LA. Everybody walks everywhere with a water bottle. Oh, God. It's Everybody true. walks everywhere with a water bottle. I go back to it's New York. True. I'm from Canada. I go to Canada. I'm like, Dad, I need to get my water. He's like, we're just going out in the car. I got to have my water with me. Oh and God, the minute so I said true. that, Camille picked up her water bottle. That was so funny. We do. It's true. I can't leave my house without my water. And it's with you all the time. It's right next to you. It's right next as to As we're me. talking. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. We all carry around our big water bottles. We do. And I don't know if the, I, where I've lived. No, in the that's parts. totally an it's LA totally thing. LA thing. Yeah. 
It's crazy. Oh my God, I love it. Every actor in my class, I have 14 actors, they all have their water bottle under their chair. And if they leave it, they come running back. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Oh my God, Annie, thank you so thank much. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. Annie, I just want to ask you, where can our members find oh, yeah. you? Oh, uh, go to my website, Annie Grindley Studio. And that's spelled G-R-I-N-D as in David, L-A-Y, studio. I have a website. And I have a video on the website. And I have a lot of uh, testimonials from actors and some philosophy about how I teach. And, and they can look it up there. And and she's they, amazing. She's amazing. And if they come to L.A., I have a free workshop um, two or three Mondays a month. Oh, great. From 1.30 to 3. It's free. They can see how I teach. And so they can sign up for the can workshop. Can I just online. say, I know I we're out it. of time, but that's so generous of you because – most acting teachers now are charging for yeah, those. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah. charging to audit anywhere no. like 75 bucks and It's ridiculous. Up. I make enough money, I'm fine. <laughs> you know, on the one hand, again, I know we're out of time, but it's it's I say it's not ridiculous in respect to you because right. your time is your time right. and and your t- and your time is worth something because look who you are and what you've built up. Right. And yet I think it's just so generous to not charge, not charge because not everything is right for everybody. Right. So well, they you... have to make sure it's a fit. Right. right. If, if this is the right fit for them, if, yeah. if what we teach is right. And a lot of times it is. A lot of times they go, you know what? I was looking for more I improv. That. I, I think go, I think you're probably yeah, it's probably no. a fit most I, of the time. <laughs> I took Annie's class. She's amazing. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank um, you. Great. So yeah, check Annie out. Um, you won't you won't regret it. No. And, uh, thank so you. Much. Thank Thanks, you guys. so much. Hey, thanks for listening today. Tune in next time for Speak LA, the podcast.